At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, <laughs> I could really use Current. <laughs> I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. Welcome, everyone, to Escape to Reality podcast with Justine and Geneva. Hi, friends. Thrilled to bring you our interview with Paul from 90 Day Fiance. Uh, oh, it got interesting, guys. Um, first, for our patrons, uh, patreon.com forward slash Escape to Reality podcast, we're going to be putting up the video of the interview so you can watch that in all its glory. He's wandering around the house pacing. for a large pacing. 40 a minutes large. at a time. I almost was getting sick <laughs> for like watching swap. someone. He was walking fast. He was moving. How big is that place? He was he... like a mouse in a maze. <laughs> he did not sit down. Finally, he said, and I'm like, holy shit. Thank God. I couldn't I couldn't look at it after a while. Uh, he ordered Subway. We talked about With mayonnaise and chicken and uh, and like onion. teriyaki sauce. Oh, nasty. Um, we talked about everything. He vulture. They're eating vulture crazy. tacos or something instead yeah. of chicken tacos. And they're being told that it's chicken, but it's too cheap. It's vultures. And wow. Um, we also Did he burn the house the down. Burning the house. <laughs> Sounds like maybe he burned down the house. The dad, um, he's George Steinbrenner's kid or something. Who knows who this guy is? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, we talk, we talk about the dad. We get the update on where him and Karini stand. Karini um, definitely hates him. We saw her face. That's that's definitely authentic. We saw Karini. Uh, she's eight months pregnant. A lot of stuff happened, guys. So get into it. Um, enjoy this. It, we saw the answers. baby crowning. <laughs> Yeah, we, we saw have a vial of the blood. We saw him give birth. Her give birth. Um, it gets wild. It's it's his answers get rambling. We get all over the place. We talk ninety days. Like I know um, him. Yeah, we it was intimate. So get into it, guys. Enjoy it. Um, don't forget tag us as you listen. Twitter escape to pod. I would suggest watching it. Instagram. Don't escape even waste your podcast. breath. Waste your ears. You got to see it visually. My face too. I tried to control my face, but there's sometimes he's talking where I was like, "Oh my god, it's fascinating." Uh, fascinating. And he's right up there, like he's just staring, like an old person staring at us. Yeah. He wasn't staring off or anything. It was oh, so he intimate. Was, 
It was all over the place. So patreon.com forward slash escape your podcast. That he was quirky probably 15 times. That's going to be on his gravestone. He also said he has, what did he say? I'm crazy or a mental health? He said something. He started out like he wasn't crazy, that poor Karini's crazy. And then by the end, he was like, well, I'm a, I'm nuts. So, you know. Enjoy, guys. We love you. Check it out. Happy New Year. So you're in, you're in Brazil? Yes. Um, we came here. I'm coming downstairs, buddy. Coming down. Yeah, I'm in Brazil right now. So uh, basically, there was a lot of stuff going on. And I just felt it was overall better uh, for her mental health to be here with her family. Her family's been great. They've been really, really sweet and awesome um, and very supportive. So it's going better. She's studying on her English. Uh, Pierre is doing okay. Uh, Ethan's doing okay. Ethan's going to be born next month. Oh, so, wow. oh, so it is a boy. It's and a boy. his name is yeah, Ethan. It is a boy. Oh, congratulations. really wanted a girl, but it's a boy. Uh, the only thing downside is in America, we had health insurance. So, and they actually start the, uh, I, I, I don't know, I'm not a gynecologist, but apparently they start the, I guess the pain medicine at two centimeters, where uh-huh. in Brazil, they wait until they're about around seven, seven centimeters oh. when they start uh, anything, but at the public hospitals, they don't allow any pain medicine at all, like nothing. Oh, no. So, um, it's, like I told her, I've been trying to find one um, within budget, because right now I'm paying for the, the home here and the home in America and a car oh. payment. So I wasn't anticipating to pay the thousands of thousands of dollars for a um, thing. So I looked into health insurance, but unfortunately, um, they have like a 12-month gap. So before they'll cover pregnancy stuff or anything with baby birth. Ugh. So unfortunately, I can't just get insurance policy on that and I have to pay everything out of pocket. But I'm looking into it. I'm looking into things. If you can yeah. find something we can afford and work, and work something out, so she can go to a private hospital um, yeah. and at least get some mm-hmm. type of pay be good for are you trying to get back to the united states soon or are you guys kind of hunkering down in brazil um right now um she's uh a little bit dilemma because of her whole thing for green card before we left i was packing up the suv and some random they end up arresting the guy this random i guess homeless drug addict uh took took something out of our car, our car. it actually was a little plastic safe it had her documents and stuff in it with oh, part no. of it had her green card in it so unfortunately they did get that so we have photos of it and everything um so we might i think if the embassy opens which hopefully they'll open soon because we have the vaccine and everything going out uh once they reopen i can go there get her what's called a boarding foil this is going to the united states they'll fingerprint her verify she is who she is and she'll be fine um but it's a matter of um you know getting all that paperwork and everything done so she can get on the aircraft um mm-hmm. i mean it, they could, in theory, take a picture of it and let her on the aircraft, seeing the photo. But it's kind of the day of the discretion yeah. of them, right. and I don't want to be there for the flight. And then they decide they don't let her board, so we'll yeah. probably have to make a trip to Rio and go to the embassy and deal with that also. So there's a lot of unexpected expenses uh, coming up. We're getting through there. We, uh, she's looking at new bigger places here now. I'm doing everything I can. I'm doing a lot of work on the internet and doing everything I can to try to make some, you know, make ends meet right now. It's yeah. difficult. We're yeah. paying for a whole oh, two yeah. countries. It's yeah. not easy, yeah. but we're, we're getting there. So how are you, when you say you're working on the internet, like what are you doing to make money? We do a lot of things. Um, like I said, my family's company's always been into the sales and marketing. So different things on there in regards to marketing or doing some research or um, talking to different people, we do personalized videos, things like that also. Um, so anything I can do on the internet, um, right now from yeah. here, I'm doing, um, I was doing some stuff with English, but 
not a whole lot of, unfortunately, that's not a whole lot of money in that. Um, and then like working here, me and me and Karine both have a work permit. So in order to work here, she has to go to her government, you know, go to Brazil and get a work permit. Mm-hmm. I'm from Arizona, get one. But the average pay here on average is about 10 to 20 American a day, if you're lucky. Uh, so really doing stuff on the internet, you know, making, you know, any money I can make from, you know, American money is just one little thing pays like a week's pay here. So wow. um, it's really just trying to find, you know, where I can, you know, to put things together with that. But I have some savings lined up. So that's also helped pushing things quite a bit. So I'm really oh, big on making the finances are taken care of. I always pay all of our bills as far in advance as possible. Yeah. When um, did you get to Brazil? How long were you in the States for when COVID first hit here? We got here. Um, COVID was already happening. Um, originally, you want to travel before then, and we didn't. Um, now, of course, they have COVID. They had Dunhu fever here. Her family's got Dunhu fever. Mm. Um, it's been, I think some of her family's got COVID, too. It's been a mess of things here. Um, but we got here. See, I came back, got her. We got here in October. I think it was yeah okay. we got here in october this time and she's allowed to be out of the united states for 180 days so okay. as long as she's back within the united states within 180 days um then we're going to deal with renewing her green card um and making sure everything's clear with that and then actually um i think she's getting pretty close to her requirements for citizenship so and she speaks english and everything right now um so i'm, I'm pushing her for that i'm pushing her to finish her schooling because she only has a few tests left to get her hospital diploma here and I'm wow. hoping if they open the school back up, she can finish that. If not, I'm going to try to help her get her GED done because she, she has a dream of going to, uh, to college in America, doing the uh, cosmetology college, things like that. Oh, I and hope she does. Do that. Yeah. So she has to have her education done first. So yes. I'm, everything I can. The easiest thing, of course, would be to finish the few tests here and then she can go ahead and uh, go into the American college without doing the whole GED program. Okay. So hopefully she'll get those tests done here. Okay. And after 180 days, is it like she would lose all of her work no, to get into the it, states, or what happens? It, it basically causes some complications where we'll have to maybe have to contact the people and explain what's going on. And we have reasons enough with it being coronavirus and frankly, the one thing that might cause a delay too is because originally we were going to have the baby in America. This is all kind of a last minute change of plans with us. Um, is if I'm waiting on his passports because he has to get two passports, a Brazilian passport and an American passport. And if one passport's delayed, then I'm, you know, I might be able to delay it a little bit and say, hey, we can't get it in the time frame because we have to wait for our child to get his passport. Something like that should be pretty simple, pretty easy to deal with, pretty understandable. But um, other than that, you know, if it gets over 180 days and things are a little sticky and problematic. Hey, um, hey Dave, I have a food order. It's about to arrive downstairs. Do you mind getting it for me, please? Yeah. Thank you so much. Uh, what do you got order. coming, Paul? Yeah, what you got? Oh, Subway. <laughs> Subway. Wow. What kind of sandwich? So I got me a chicken sandwich uh, with mayonnaise and sweet onion sauce on it. Um, just That's it? Yeah. Just yeah, I got that right now. Um, then, of course, they also have a uh, – I got a lot of stuff for Karina to eat here, too, like fish and stuff. But um, her family has been feeling good trying to figure out how to cook it. Yeah. She's really big on fish and things like that. Oh, okay. What's oh, your favorite oh, fast food in America? Oh gosh, um, a lot of things. I used to always used to get grilled chicken anywhere I went to. I would get grilled chicken somewhere, whether it be McDonald's, Chick Fil A. Karini's a big oh. fan of Chick Fil A. Okay. Karini loves Chick Fil A. She likes Karini's favorites are Chick Fil A. She likes Qdoba. She likes um, 
So she likes Taco Bell, but each uh-huh, of the time, she opens Taco Bell. She's very specific on what she wants from those places. Yeah. On uh, it's funny. You see, she's out on Mexican. So I went to a Mexican restaurant, got like authentic Mexican food. She's like, no, I want Mexican. This is not Mexican. It's like this is authentic Mexican from Mexican. Taco Bell. <laughs> she's like, no. I want Mexican Mexican. And I was like, we talking about it's like Qdoba, real Mexican food. I'm like, oh You're like, that's not real. I love that. <laughs> uh, I like it's Americanized. Right. But uh okay. Uh and I'll go there and get her. But she's uh her white rice, black beans, and um and she always gets her uh either steak, you should get steak, it's always to be well done or her ground beef. And that's one thing with Karini is everything has to be like burnt. If we go to a restaurant. We say well done. Sometimes I just tell them to see if it comes back a little black, a little bit burnt, it's fine. And they'll bring the meat out burnt. And uh, they think she's not going to like it. She's like, oh, it's delicious. It's great. But I mean, coming from where she comes from, I get it. When I'm in Tawn and Sheets, I want my meat burnt. I won't want to lie. If they have food there. And uh, on a side note of talking about meat, so we were in Tawn and Sheets here recently, and Karini loved eating street barbecue, always loved eating the street food. So I'm always leery a little bit of street food because they tell you tourists, you know, travel, weird street food. So I noticed like it was always chicken. Now they had a large population of vultures, which I noticed was starting to like slowly go down a little bit. But like I never saw any chickens. Like as a creamy, you're getting this chicken every night and I don't really see any chickens here. And when you go to buy a chicken, chickens are really expensive. Um, but this meat they're selling is really, really cheap. And I know as the vulture population is starting to go down a little bit. Oh God! Like, I don't understand. I'm like, oh, oh well, man, eating this vulture well, tastes delicious. Yeah, I mean that was one thing. I always ruin things for her, just like on the boat. She's I like, why is American so nasty? Why don't you ever take a shower on the boat? She'd yell at me and take a shower on the boat and everything else. So finally, I explained to her, it's like, Creamy, it's like poop water. Oh, it's river water. It's not poop water. Let me explain why I'm saying it's poop water. I was like, when we're in the boat and I flush the toilet, where's the water go? Thank you so much. The water's the water goes, it goes into the river on the boat, okay? And all the plumbing connects to each other. It's like, yeah. I was like, when I turned the shower on, where's the water come from? From under the boat. So if our neighbor's flushing his toilet, we're <laughs> in the shower, Ugh. and it, like, it clicked. And since then, uh, she's sitting with me now. She's a two-liter bottle. She fills in drinking water, lets it heat up in the sun, and we'll, like, bird bath it in the shower. Oh. Much that we can. But now she don't use the shower water in there either. It's just, like, she never... She never put it together. She never thought about it. And then when I explained it to her, she's like, it all made sense. But uh, have you always better been... to live in denial? Yeah, right. Have you yeah. always been like a preparation? You seem like a survivalist or something like you would do naked. And oh, afraid. yeah. I'll always show you because I mean, we have so many gear items here, uh, even with birth. And uh, let me say something else. Oh, right. Off the wall. But you're all you're all moms. OK, yes. so this is a baby toy. Okay, It looks pretty harmless, right? Okay. Stuff. Yeah. They put, you see on here, not, they put a laser pointer on the toys uh-huh. and i was wondering why because he would wave up the traffic and all the cars were swerving around yeah that's that's crazy but yeah on gear with baby gear items um like right now it's toddler i got this around the house it's like a deep choking device oh, oh wow on things so basically sucking anything out of their throat um if they're choking on it you shove it onto their face and somehow mm-hmm. you start squeezing it and it sucks it out yeah you just put it on their mouth right here or you just oh, pull okay. this thing down here, yeah, and uh, it just sucks. Anything is in the throat, it sucks it clean out. Did you buy that you in Brazil or in the states? I've seen that you actually. You can buy it I here. Yeah. Before came here. Uh, I was very, very, very. My concerned. kid was choking on mozzarella cheese the other day, and he yeah, pulled it out of his throat, and he was really choking. First time of a real <laughs> choke. It was scary. 
better to have it, not need it, need it to have it, you know? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. So is that <laughs> like your that philosophy here. for all of the stuff that you like? Because I feel like you have so much survival, like. Oh, yeah. yeah. Are yeah, you yeah. somebody who my, believes my the world is going to end soon way. or are you just prepared? Yeah. I mean, just like when the baby was born, I had this on his foot and I have one for Ethan to put on his foot. It keeps track of all his vital signs. So right. we put him down to go to sleep. You know, you're always worried, like my baby okay, because it sits and everything else. Yep. Wake up, is everything okay? You're running to the you know, the crib. I got a camera going up to the cell phone, then I have that. And as long as his vitals are okay, it has a little pulsing green light and everything's fine. So to me, he's coming up here, spider monkey. Got upstairs. He falls. He's pretty tall. How tall are you, Paul? He looks tall. He's taller than me. He's probably, uh, Franny's brother, Bonnie and Hani are very tall. So he's probably gonna be taller than us for sure. Oh, okay. How tall are you, Paul? I am five, eight, I think. Five, eight. Okay. okay. Yeah. Yeah. So they'll be Karini, taller. And how tall is Karini? Five, five? Oh, something like that. Like five, five. I She's shorter she than, five, yeah. A couple inches. Yeah. yeah. You guys are not in the same apartment you were in when you were on the show before, right? This is we a are. new apartment. Oh, you are. Okay. Uh, so what happened was, um, when we when she went on her vacation, um, I try to like stay mentally busy and try to stay constructively busy. So first I cleaned up the house back in the States and then I knew she wanted to come back to your family. In this place, it looked like something out of hoarders. All right. It looked horrible. I mean, yeah. it was the film crew didn't even like being in here because it was so dirty, it was so nasty. It was just god awfully bad. It was unsanitary for her as a pregnant mother and for the child to be here. It was really, really bad. So I was like, she don't deserve to come back to that. So I came back here and I just redid the whole place. I got brand new paint. I took all the trash out, got all the trash out of the apartment. Um, I bug bombed the entire apartment, kill all the bugs and everything, um, which I got to do again because we have the ant problem come back in. Amazonian ants, man. Oh, God. They, 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 they don't kill stop. Wait, I have to, I no, have to no, ask. You said yeah. when she was on her vacation, what does that mean? Yeah. When she when was you... out of the home, when she was out of my okay. home for a few months. Okay. Um, I was very stressed out. I missed her and the kids. So I was like, okay, I want to get constructive. So I came back here um, after getting there to finish the thing up or talk to her family. Her family lived next door. Um, and I just fixed the whole place up. I created a family gathering area, which is an apartment uh, next in to Brazil. Uh, yeah, in Brazil. Right, right. So okay. I fixed everything up here so that when she came back and she always wanted like uh, a big blue sofa. So I got a living room. I turned our master bedroom into a living room and I got a big blue sofa. Cause she always wanted a living room area and a big blue sofa. Then I turned our original hoarder junk storage room. You know, everybody's mm-hmm. in the junk closet. We had a huge, just full, all kinds of crap. And I took everything out of that, everything out and turned that into a, a master bedroom. Got our makeup cosmetics table up there. Um, just, you know, mirrors trying to make as nice as homey as possible. Got a nice king size bed up there. It's really fixed it up. Excellent. Um, and then also we went up and redid, you know, baby's room a little bit, but it was just mainly, you know, making the place more homey, more yeah. safe, more secure. Yeah. So when she did come back to Brazil, she wasn't coming back to like, you know, an episode of Hoarders where there's yeah. stuff everywhere. Right. So you and, went uh, ahead of her to get it set up? Yeah. She stayed oh, okay. in the States. Okay. Yeah, she was in the States. Um, okay. She was doing there. She had no idea it was here. And then when she found out I was here, she was shocked. She's like, why is he in Brazil? She didn't quite understand why am I here without her? Um, I was like, you know, I, I got done in the United States. I was trying to stay constructive. I was stressed out. I wanted to get things done. I wanted to be positive. So what can I do constructive? It's like, I'll go back to Brazil and I'll clean and fix everything up there. How so did what you guys, how did you guys get back to a good place in your relationship after what happened this year? Um, or well, everything that happened, um, 
and kind of got into like the lawyers, I guess, got involved. Um, I, I of course have a, a very good lawyer because I, I feel the people that was helping her, I feel was trying to do similar to what's happening to Jahoon right now. And I had already lawyered up. Um, I got the best lawyer, um, the very absolute best lawyer we have um, in the city and um, to make sure I had my legal rights protected with everything. And I just, I didn't, I hadn't seen my son for two months. I was stressed out. You know, I wanted to go see my kid. Um, you know, I wanted to be able to get things together. Um, and then, um, so what I did was I took all of the statements that were made against me, added translate into Portuguese and sent it to her family, which her family were horrified um, when they originally saw the thing and they, they couldn't believe, you know, what I sent them. So then they, when they talked to Karini and Karini found out that this statement was made that she didn't make, then she realized the people she was with weren't trying to help her. And that was a big thing too. I mean, they didn't let her have, like when she came back to the house, um, I had a Brazilian front church crew go get her. So they went to the park, they picked her up, brought her to the house. I gave them security codes and everything, got back in the house. She's like, I need, um, I need the SIM card. I'm like what? So I had a SIM card, SIM card tray. So on her phone, they took away her SIM card and her SIM card tray. So she, <laughs> yeah, she, she literally only had access to like Wi-Fi and stuff. So I, I went on Amazon. I got her a new SIM card tray. Um, I called T-Mobile, got her a new SIM card, headed overnight to the house. Uh, we got that resolved. But yeah, when she left in the house, she had no idea what statements they made. She had no idea what was going on. She didn't who, have who was making card. the statements. I'm sorry. So the lawyer was making it on her behalf. No, 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 no. She wasn't even talking to her lawyer. Her lawyer was, was frustrated because other people were talking to her, to her lawyer. Are these like friends of her that she was staying with that didn't have her best interest? Is that what you mean? Yeah. And they were telling the police things. And the, I mean, I guess it's like fans of the show had reached out to her I and mean, she, she left with them. <laughs> Um, and then when she got in the car, like her phone, everything went off. She left with like, fans of the show. Had she met them before? No, no. They just no. came to get her, her from the Instagram posts? Yeah. Wow. Wow. And yeah. she got so, in the car with the kid or alone? With a kid. With no car seat. Wow. With a little backpack. That was it. Just only a backpack. That was it. Yeah. Wow. But she got okay. there. She was there for, um, I forget how long it was. But then once she figured out what was going on, the other Brazilian helped her get out because they were like really paranoid of her. They watched everything she did. So then once they got the other Brazilian, the other Brazilian got there, really nice guy. So when she was starting to have problems here and like, you know, postpartum, things like that, I had reached out. First, we tried uh, therapy and things like that. And that wasn't really going good. So I figured I'd try something a little different out of the box. I went on Facebook and I found a church group of church Brazilians and they were wonderful. They were the best. Um, but when COVID happened, we stopped meeting. We shouldn't like Zoom calls like that. But once I explained to them what's going on, they got you know in touch with her. They picked her up. They brought her back. They got her safe. I finished up everything I was doing here in Brazil. I came back. We got things ready. We came back here. But it was just, it was too toxic with things like that. Like I mean, I had, they had fans were calling the cops. I had the cops come to my house one day like six times. They came to the house like literally six times, and the police were getting frustrated um, because I mean there was nothing going on. They keep being called the house. And the first couple of times I did a lot because I was freaking out. Like, why are the cops coming to my house? What's going on with this? Right. I was freaking out. I was worried. And um, yeah, that whole thing was stressful. It yeah. Was. Okay. So like when, yeah. when you say that, you know, like it sounds like she was, there are other people involved in the situation, but like, how did she get to a point where she needed to leave? And like, are you kind of implying that that was part of her postpartum that she just like had well, to get out of there? She was pregnant then, right? She was pregnant with the know. new one? Yes, she was pregnant at the time. Okay. Um, she she got to a point, I guess, like stress and everything else. And a lot of times what I would do 
is I would, there's a hotel close to the house. If things got too bad, either I sleep on the couch or I would go stay at a hotel. Things got too stressful. Normally is what I would do. Um, but she, at that point, you know, just, just, just went over the edge and we had some stuff too, um, where we actually, we were filming and we shut down production. Production got shut down because she got, um, yeah, she, I mean, I think that this thing was being around her family, was being with her family and mm-hmm. getting back here with her family um, has been the biggest solution to the problem. Because now once she gets to those points, I found that like seeking, like if you have somebody in your family has problems and you seek mental health for them, you know, a lot, sometimes it works good. Sometimes it makes things 10 times worse. It was making everything worse. So her family here um, Mm -hmm. and being with her family here has been supportive. They've been a solution to the problem. Um, They, they only, they're lover, they're what? I mean, it's her best interest. The only thing they care about is her safety and her well-being. Mm-hmm. And I feel that, you know, that works. You know, in America, we have the Brazilian church group. They are very dedicated to her now. Um, they're very sorry that they stepped back. COVID happened. So we all kind of step back a little bit. They could communicate with her. They probably spoke. spoke port- well, before the whole COVID thing happened, um, they had actually had um, some Brazilian people that were like mental health specialists from Brazil that were actually oh, okay. there at the seminary. But unfortunately, COVID happened, so mm-hmm. she never got to meet or talk with those individuals. Yeah. Um, so how? But, so how's your relationship now? It seems like you're doing well. We're with her family. Um, we're doing a lot better. Like I said, we're in Brazil with her family. She has her family here. I think her missed her family a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was the big thing is you know not being in her family. She was because when the whole thing happened, she had been with her family for at least like a year, and yeah. uh, she's in America. You know, she's still you know learning the culture and the English and everything. And she'd been away from her family and so getting back here, you know, around her family, like I told her, is that you can't, you can't trust, you know, everybody you meet or talk to, you know, it's not like, you know, in America, you, you talk to a random stranger person, you meet them and never know them in person or take, you know, our child around them and don't know them. You, you got to know the people. Just like I always told her, you know, if this is a rule, she, she thinks it's unfair. She thinks it's unfair, but I made a rule. It's like, look, you know, if me and you ever get divorced, if, if that ever happens, that happens. I have a simple rule. And that is at least we should know the person we're dating for like six months, know they're, you know, everything's fair before we take our child around them. At least mm-hmm. six months. I figured it was fair. Mm-hmm. Um, she thought it was a little crazy. <laughs> but I was like, you know, if that ever does happen, you know, I feel. Hopefully it doesn't. Hopefully it doesn't. Hopefully yeah. God, it doesn't. I'm, I'm working very hard um, trying to. Like, so we came here to Brazil. Um, it's everything coming here is possible. The only thing that's negative is the situation with the uh, uh, the birth. Because even if yeah. we pay for a private hospital, they wait until they're seven centimeters dilated. Yeah, that's before the- oh, we remember uh, watching her give birth the first time. Oh, God. Yeah. Oh, terrible. my God. Yeah. And, and it's so nice to know she's back with her family because it was hard for the audience to watch her leave her mom, too. Yeah. I, I'm happy yeah. they're back together. So her, mom about- back here soon. her mom's fighting donkey fever right now. She'll be back here soon. Oh, um, Where yeah, is she in a hospital yeah. or is she with a family member getting help? I'm Chain. She's coming back. Um, okay. So actually, I- a blessing in disguise. So for Christmas, she wanted to go to Tonantin to see her family. So we had the money. We could buy the boat tickets, but when we went to go buy the boat tickets, all the boats were sold out. This was like three weeks before Christmas. Everything was sold out. Couldn't get a boat ticket. I, I tried to like, you know, even pay scalping charges, but there was even a ticket to even buy that was like overpriced. Like there was literally no tickets. So I was like, okay, um, we obviously can't go. So we're here with her brother and her cousin and uh, we had Christmas here with them. Um, but then we found out her mom actually had done here. So it's like, we could have been there. You could have got dung beaver, you know, everything else. Yeah, pregnant. Be terrible. Yeah. yeah. And being pregnant with that would be really, really, really bad. What happens uh, with that? What are, what happens to you? 
it's uh it's you get a fever you get really really sick it's like some spikes and uh, spots on the skin but i mean they get how long till you recover i think it's a few weeks which gets complicated here because you have dengue fever you got yellow fever um you have zika you got coronavirus which in ton and sheens, they just don't even care anymore. They they don't wear masks. They don't social distance. They don't do nothing. Yeah, they got to worry about dengue fever. Who gives a shit about coronavirus? Yeah. Right. Well, yeah, the viruses they have there are more likely to kill you right. uh, than by the coronavirus. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, they got malaria. God, so yeah. many things there. Yeah. Um, and when I got ton and sheens, it didn't take long. I, I got a fever. I got sick. Pierre got a fever. He got sick. Um, oh, you got it too. I don't know. What, it wasn't dengue. I don't think it was dengue. Oh, I think it oh, oh. just I something. Got, stick and then uh because i went to the hospital i thought i had coronavirus and it's like oh no no you're just coronavirus. you're just fine you're okay they gave uh pierre a shot i think it was penicillin okay and then he was better the next day he was fine um and then me i was a few days it's just i i eat some lean protein and uh, a lot of orange juice that's my big thing in the amazon when i get sick um i eat a lot of stuff that's one thing i've learned in brazil is like natural remedies to stuff like i have all kinds of like health problems i used to take tons of prescription medicines every single day and uh like my gi track my sister actually had ulcerative glasses or colon is uh i couldn't figure it out but actually eating bananas eating more bananas yeah. actually solved most of my gi problems if i have like anxiety oh. problems yeah i can eat ultra bananas and my anxiety level will go down it's bizarre wow uh, i had well, gall- yeah i had gallstones that was the scariest thing i think it happened here we were in tonic sheens Pierre got really sick uh, i got really sick Pierre got better uh, my health got bad and I went to the hospital and they kept checking my eyes and my skin and they were acting strange. Uh, ends up I had gallstones and I guess they're starting to get jaundice. And uh, they gave me, you know, they told me to eat like citrus stuff, things like that, get back. So I have surgery. So I had a mercy flight. So I got home American Airlines, the emergency flight back home. I get back to the United States. A I go to my doctor ultrasound, wow. and I had drank so much of that citrus stuff that I actually passed all my gallstones. Oh, by the time you got there. You didn't feel them, or do you feel oh, gallstones? I felt them when they left. Oh, oh, God. oh it you was did. Where's the kidney stone pain? Yeah, it was. It was. It was ungodly bad. Yeah, it was oh. bad. But so apparently, if you drink enough and they're small enough, they will pass. Wow. Uh, they, that's very, very rare. But I'm just glad I didn't get cut. You're open. feeling better. Yeah. Yeah. How's your How's your mom doing? She still has. She hasn't traveled here yet because of the blood clots and stuff, um, and the coronavirus. Oh, but yeah. her heart condition too. Um, hopefully, it's getting better. Uh, she wants to come here and travel. Hopefully, she wants to see Tony Cheese maybe one time. Mm-hmm. Um, she wants to come here and travel too, help out. And then we, yeah. of course, we travel back. And then if we have to go to Rio, we're going to need her help and Grassley's help. We're going to have two kids, and then all the traveling. You know, we're going to have to do with the two children. Yeah. Um, How do you get to Rio? By what? Hmm? Rio. How do you get to Rio? You're going to take Rio, a. We'll have to fly down to You'll Rio. You'll fly. Okay. Uh, yeah. It's the only way to get down there. So we'll have to go down to the embassy. Um, if we have to do that. And we have, when they do, if I have to do a boarding foil, um, you have to do it within 30 days of the flight, which means I originally wanted to do it before Ethan was born. But then I was like, ah, it's, we have to wait until the whole thing with flight. Cause then if he's born, then we have to get his passport, and everything else. Mm-hmm. So after he's born and then we have everything lined up for it, so we have to make sure we go down there. Uh, right now we're aiming hopefully get back by Aprilish because that's right around her six month mark. Um, okay. Before, so we'll go down to Rio de Janeiro. Get we'll it get handled, hopefully. We'll get How, back. How'd you come up with Ethan? Karini actually uh, named. She actually had the name originally. The original name was going to be Kale, and I made a comment. I mean, it's Kale? like great. the vegetable. I like Ethan yes, better. I think I the exact yeah. same thing I said. Okay, yeah, I Kale. I don't like it's like, I don't want to be called salad boy. It's a but, trend. Uh, yeah. Oh, is it a trend? I, didn't, I was not. Oh, aware. no, a kale. I guess it is. But, you know, kale, I thought in rest was a 
trend in restaurants for a little. Well, yeah, bit. it is, but yeah, it's yeah, not a trend yeah. in names, right? Yeah. No, no. Oh, that's what I mean. Like you yeah, don't want to yeah. name your kid a trend. Right, right. I like Ethan. Um, yeah, Ethan was the name she went with. So I'm trying to say so if she wants to, she can do uh, another one. But like with Pierre, originally it was going to be just uh, Pierre, or here they say Pierre. He Pierre uh, Noir Martin Staley. Um, I'm sorry, Pierre and Martin Staley, but I told her no because Staley, that's how you say PMS. It, yeah. So I didn't want to have PMS for the initials. So uh, she oh, said, oh, good call. Yeah, Noah Staley. She's like, no, then they'll add an E and I. You know, kids are. They'll add an E and I. I'm a penis. penis. Oh, yeah, yeah. right. So, yeah. So I was like, it's like 15. Pierre and Noah Martin Staley. So can you do that? I was like, why do people here have four names? I don't, I mean, you know, Brazil, it's common. Yeah. Our surnames and has, two names. I think it's fine. Yeah. So came Pierre, um, Pierre and Noah Martin Staley. The only complication with that too is when it came down to the American stimulus stuff, there's a glitch in his stuff. So because of his name, so we oh. didn't get anything. <laughs> oh man. Well, you welcome to a lot, 90 a day lot fiance of Americans. in the middle of there too. Yeah, right. Yeah, um, either, do you still uh, have the lock of hair that your mom gave you? Um, I have that somewhere, but I actually have up here. I have uh Pierre's you hair. Have his hair ready? And I have a, a thing too of his. Oh, let me go downstairs here. So I'll is this a thing in your family? Hair. Yeah, is this no, like a family tradition? You have a, a sister. Bag. Does your yeah, mom care to keep hair. her hair? Korean's a little un, un. All right, we'll go through in a minute. The poor um, thing, she's eight months pregnant. I don't blame her. I feel. Oh no, yeah, yeah. She I feel was for her. She's sitting on the bed putting her mask on, but she's not decent. So, uh, no, my my mom is where the hair thing came from. Um, my gear thing came from my dad, but my mom, um, she of course gave me the hair in the show. She uh, she can't survive her, so hair is always a big deal too with her. Oh, um, I see. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. That's nice then. Oh, kinda, I feel like yeah. a jerk. That's nice. Yeah. Her sister, um, one of her sisters had died. Um, she took some of her, her hair. And the reason why she did was she donated her body to science. Um, mm. So they wouldn't have, be able to have the funeral or anything else like that. So they, what they did was they took a little bit of her hair and they buried it on their mother's grave. So oh, a part of her, that's nice. Uh, that's, that's so there's nice different story. reasons why the hair was an important thing to her. I mean, I wish it was a little more than just like pulling out of a brush. It was a last minute thing she did. And that's what she did. So I just need kinda... a fresh cut. Oh, you wanted like a full I know. Lock. I don't blame you. <laughs> it's like, what the heck, mom? Yeah, it's oh, good. Why was... isn't your dad on the show? Um, Dad, if he ever filmed, he'd be his own spinoff. Oh, my God. Um, Ed's extreme, man. He's extreme. Um, my father is he's well known um especially with his company and he's got a lot of very high-end clients he just you say what the company care. is or no did huh? they ever say it they never did have you don't yeah, have I wore to the say shirt. It. i wore the shirt on tv for uh oh, yeah he he's a god in his industry and he he does the impossible and he'll tell people like it is like he just doesn't care you know and he he picks and chooses his clients and when he doesn't want to do a job he'll give them this crazy number and a lot of time they'll call back and have him do it for the crazy number um because he's he's the best of the best he, he really is and what's his industry um they call it i guess like more like trade shows and marketing okay. but what he does is he does things for other things uh too his agency here for you go back he does things for other companies as well they'll come up with a project and he'll have engineers with like college degrees you know everything else he'll prove them wrong um he he only has a high school you know uh education but He'll take, he'll, he'll prove computers wrong. He'll prove other people wrong. He'll take things and build the impossible. And, you know, he did it since he was 17. It's like a miracle child of things that he can do. I wish I had his talents. God, I do. Um, but yeah, like I said, he doesn't, he's very, very um, private. 
open about his stuff. He's very, very, he speaks very open. I mean, you take, take like, um, I don't know. So I say they take like Donald Trump and then that guy from Orange County Choppers, Paul Senior, wow. mash them together a little bit. You so they, he looks like so he does he no, look no, like no, you? Like, oh. about, like or just the energy? Oh, personality. Oh, wow. yeah, he has he Trump personality. Yeah. Sounds okay. like a lover. Yeah. <laughs> well, that he's sounds like reality like, TV. He's he's rowdy. I mean, people think Trump's you know no dad's still you know, he's very vocal. Oh, wow. He speaks his You mind. don't have to answer, Paul. Did you vote? Oh no, I can't. I'm, I'm, I haven't got my rights back in the whole felony. Oh, case, oh, so. I'm sorry. Oh. Can, I, can I you? You can. Okay. Did you? I got to work on that. That's from when you when the house burnt down. Yeah, that was when okay. my house. Uh, what yeah. happened? What happened there? That is a very, 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 very crazy thing. I actually took a plea deal on that. I spent 18 months in jail fighting trial for that. Wow. They didn't have, no evidence. They didn't have any evidence for fighting it. Fighting trial. So they came oh. The prosecutor came with the plea deal where I could get probation. It was it was November, right before Thanksgiving. And they said, if you take this, you can go home for Thanksgiving. Now, keep in mind, I've been in jail for 18 months. And a lot yeah. of times I was in solitary confinement. Um, so probably at least probably at least 12 of those, at least a year I spent in a single cell. Um, so it's like, you know what? So if I take this, I get to go home um, or go to trial and not know what happens. And the thing is, in jail, people are like, oh, you wait for trial. It's like. People wait for trial forever. There was a guy. Well, I mean, a lot of people take plea deals because oh, they don't want to not deal oh, with yeah. it. Right. Whew. Oh, so you yeah. took the plea deal. So you is were, that what you're you saying? In, you were in jail for 18 months. That's crazy. That's and you did, what was the plea deal? It was you had to pay something or what? Mm, uh, there was a fine involved. And then I had probation. Mm -hmm. uh, probation. Okay. So I had 10 years probate for five years. Wow. Then wow. what happened Jeez. was when I went to prison was in the very last of probation. Um, we had issues with my ex, so we had like joint restraining orders. I had sent a text message to her one time in regards to if you want to come get your stuff and get your stuff. It's a very nice, well, very well written text message, but it was a violation. Um, oh, okay. And me and her falling out. She had, she was doing a new career field that was risque, and she started some new hobbies that were not good. Uh, so there was a lot of reasons why we, we didn't work out. But then I felt bad for, her, and then I let her move back in. So she wanted some money for me to go to Miami with her boyfriend. I said no. Call the cops on me. Um, got arrested for that, and then because of that technicality, they revoked my probation oh. the very last month of my five years. Oh, yeah. So when I got there, um, rough. I, I got it together. I sent a thing back to the judge, and then the police that were involved, they knew the truth. So they're like, you know, this is this is wrong. So I had, you know, everybody go forward, let the judge know the truth. Once the judge knew the truth, what was going on? Um, he released me. Uh, so I got released from prison on child probation. I was only in, I was only in prison for like a matter of few months less than i think it's like six months at the most wow. i was in prison okay so i found oh, that released me from prison um and then on top of that because then basically when you're on shock that you start your probation over again that wasn't really fair and i wanted to get married in brazil everyone's like how did you go to brazil how did you get married how did it happen well my probation was terminated so the judge signed an order terminating all my probation so anything that i had left over was ended over done um so nothing else to worry about no reporting no anything else and then wow. i just haven't ever got my fly for my ability to vote and stuff yet okay. so was it a house that you lived in that got burnt down was your parents living in that house too no it was my house okay it was your house and burned okay. down to the ground or just like a little fire what's the it was considered a total loss wow and were you loss. in it when it I, I don't know how much you can talk about but well i mean you know, we've already went through the whole thing for the whole thing on but basically when that whole how thing did it happened, start it, the whole situation of that week that, that happened was very, very depressing. Um, 
we uh at the time i had a a girlfriend we were together for a while and she was living there with all of her family so all of her family was living in the house and um she was pregnant and we were talking about getting married and things like that well then um i got a phone call um from one of her i guess her her boss's husband who let me know that he's pretty sure the baby was his because they were swinging and everything else. So then she decided wow, she you were destined for TLC. Him. Yeah, it gets dark. So she's actually going to have an abortion. She tried to self-abort ends up, you know, it's, she took stuff and tried to, the baby was just, it was bad. So ended up losing the baby within a week. Um, she messed up, she lost the baby. She left her family when they moved out, you know, as I said, she's leaving. It's like, look, no offense to you guys. I don't want y'all here anymore. Cause she's not here. They destroyed the house. They destroyed the toilets, the mirrors, the walls. They took everything of value of the house, everything of value. They stole my cars. One they found in a ditch. Another one just, they, when they finally did find it was totaled. So both my cars got totaled. Ended up because everything going on. I lost my job. So I lost my girl, baby, child. Total. Everything was just bad. Uh, so it was a very the house good. down too. Yeah, the house went down too. Yeah, the house went down. Um, nobody was in the house. Yeah, nobody was in the house. There was no animals or no one in the house. And nothing happened. Oh, thank God. I was arrested a, uh, I think it was like a year after the house burned down in 2016 or 2017. Um, they put out a um, reward. I think it was like $10,000 reward for any, any evidence on the house. Okay. So I had, two, yeah, I had two ex-girlfriends go forward for the reward saying that I was at their house drunk. And then I made a confession that I burned down the house. And they had two, you know, flick, they had two confessions. The both ones were like conflict, slightly conflicted, but they arrested me. So okay. I spent 18 based months off, in jail. Based off just that evidence? <laughs> you really make these women crazy, eight, Paul. Yeah, right. 18 months in jail. Well, that's why I didn't go to trial. They didn't have, the whole thing with the trial, they, just, they didn't have enough stuff to go through the trial. Okay. So they were trying to find evidence and find stuff. So 18 so months later. Why was deal. there, why was there a reward? Did, did you file like insurance or something that red flagged it or like the why insurance, did they... oh, no, the insurance thing is automatic when that thing went through and we yeah. put on that. I never got any money think, from the insurance company. Okay. I never really pushed the issue on the insurance. Kind of like yeah. a thing happens down. You have a mortgage on it. You got to get the insurance to pay the mortgage and stuff off. Yeah. Um, but no, I never got any money anything from that. Um, okay. And it, what it do you think so happened if you didn't burn down the house? What happened? There's a lot of things. They found a lot of uh, paraphernalia and stuff in the house. They had okay. people that were homeless going in and out of the house and everything else. Like, so right, the house, okay. all, the mirror, all the windows are broken out. The toilets are busted up. It was basically unlivable anyway. And where the were house, you living? You weren't living at there? At the time, I had actually left and I stayed a lot with my parents. Oh, okay. With them, yeah. Yeah. Wow. So 18 months, do some people, they can wait trial at home? Did they think you were a, you a flight risk? On, uh, house arrest or something like that, um, you can get lucky. Or if you get you know out on bail, something like that. There was a guy in there, never forget, this really, really, really nice guy. And uh, he was in there for over 10 years. He was uh, he was being Jeez. accused of murder, and he didn't do it. So after 10 years, they found DNA evidence, they found the real murderer, so then they released him. So, so he literally fought it for 10 years. And you believed him when you met him. Uh, yeah. yeah. You Did you meet a murderer you that you out. knew was a murderer? Yeah. Huh? Okay, uh, check with Karina real quick, and then come back down. Um, yeah, I mean, there was one guy that actually we filmed with on TLC. They didn't show the footage who actually was arrested uh, for murder. Um, he was, um, his was, it was his, his ex, his ex-wife's uh, boyfriend um, had came at him. I guess he was a drug dealer and came at him. So he killed him in self-defense. Now, being a killed him in self-defense, that wasn't the reason where they got him really in trouble was, uh, here you guys go on that. Thank you, too, Greg. 
And with all thing happened uh, with the whole with the self defense there, what messed it up was he left the scene of the crime. Um, he ran over the body, and he. <laughs> He, I mean, the, the the murder weapon disappeared, and they didn't find it. So, mm. yeah, he went to prison for 10 years mm. on that whole thing. So did you feel, person. like, uncomfortable in prison? Like, how did you, like, did you feel like you... I mean, I learned a lot um, from being, I mean, originally, I've been through a lot. Being with my childhood, with my very strict father, Catholic schools, uh, military for a very short stint, uh, jail, and then prison. But prison taught me a lot um, that I use here today. Like people ask me, how do you stay in the favela in this dangerous neighborhood? How do you deal with it? It's like you take the same mental lessons you deal with, like living in prison, and you yeah. just reapply them to bad neighborhoods. <laughs> and like what? Tell me you're walking down um, the street. What's your brain thinking? Main thing is just being there like you're supposed to be there, um, being natural, being sociable. Don't show fear. Um, you know, um, I'll hire people around here to do random things as well for like work and things like that. Um, trying to like, you know, mingle and be part of the community and as long as you are you're fine like the area we're at here is controlled by like i guess like a cartel or something mm -hmm. um police something all the time you need to be out here it's like oh we live here you live there it's like, yeah but they know me here they're fine um right. you we were only burglarized uh really once and that was by like a an ex-employee of the owner of the building who got in here and burglarized us um outside of that you know i'll walk around two three in the morning i don't fine. have a problem yeah. everything's fine yeah i'm all yeah. right now, a normal yeah. American run through as a tourist? Oh, no. Right. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 no. They'd be done. They'd Have be done you learned the language? Like, are you learning the language as Karini learns English? Karini's English has gotten a lot better. She's using different programs like uh, Rosetta Stone, Duolingo, and things mm -hmm. like that. And, uh, and how about you? School. I'm going through Rosetta Stones like that. And I'm learning a lot. I'm able to, to read. I am under understand a lot. I can hear and understand things. Speaking fluently. It's not something I can do yet. Yeah. Um, when I can, I can get citizenship here, which is great. Um, Creaney has learned English to point. I think she's very fluent. And I've tested her the other day. I went out and she's like, I don't speak English. She's like, I mean English. So I'll give her a test and I'll like, I'll look at the win uh, window and I'll, I'll see some of my peripheral vision and I'll say, I want tell me what X this is. What is this? And then she'll tell me. I was like, mm -hmm. see, without you know anything else in that words, you told me exactly what I wanted to know. Yeah. Um, and I made it more and more difficult. But she's complex words she hasn't got down yet. But uh, basic English, from being able to say anything in front of her and her not knowing a word I'm saying, yeah. she fully understands. Like That's it's great. Yeah. A whole yeah. lot better, yeah. And so, would your dad, sorry, Jeanette, would your dad oh, pay for the, the hospital that she could give birth somewhere safe and get pain meds? Right now, the whole COVID, a lot of things got shut down with that. Now, he does have a lot more uh, things coming in, hopefully now. I don't know. I don't know if he's trade shows savings. Yeah. Um, how yeah, do you, so sorry, how do you have money right now? Because on the show, they try to portray you as like, you couldn't afford, you had to ask your mom in the oh, pet store. Bad. Like, how that did, was all, that was they... all real, real stuff. Um, okay. We first came in and came out, I've been to jail and, and stuff several times. Uh, so I've lost everything, had to rebuild. And the main thing is, is rebuilding your thing, rebuilding your life and doing things as quickly as possible. Uh, so I've had that before where I've lost everything, had to rebuild, lost everything, had to rebuild. Uh, so we came in. We were in that house that you saw in the trailer park. Now, mm -hmm. originally it was $500 lot rent. Well, then they wanted me to make payments on it. So they wanted $500 lot rent, $500 payment for the building. So it was 1000 right there, mm. plus uh, utility bills. So it was going to be over $1,000 a month to live in a 350 square foot shed. Yeah, uh, right. Totally stupid. Um, so at that point, I was like, okay. Um, 
we need to figure something else out. So I found a, a house actually on Facebook Marketplace. And the deal sounded too good to be true. It really did. But I went ahead and applied for it. Landlord was great. Got the deal. Got the house there. And then just quickly as I could, you know, made money, rebuilt wherever I could, uh, doing anything I could, wherever I could, just to try to make ends meet. And then just progressed from there. And of course, I was also still paying for our house here. So that was nothing wow. hindered us because the house here, um, the landlord did make a deal on that. So he did let me, you know, some of the stuff, I couldn't make a monthly payment. Um, I would like roll over with no interest. Mm-hmm. And then when I came here, um, I actually brought him an iPhone, which actually paid it off. Because iPhones here worth like 2.5 nice. value as well. Oh, wow. Uh, so yeah. So I ended up getting an iPhone him. and helped him trade off on that, gave a discount on that. And what's your relationship like with TLC currently? You guys are no longer on 90 Day, is that correct? Um, what happened was, is with with Karini being upset every now and again, um, it got difficult. So what they did was, we still I still communicate with them and everything else, is we they stepped back from filming every little thing. Um, because there's different things around here for, you know, we went through this whole thing before with uh, 49 Days Season 2, um, the other way, I mean, the whole thing happened. We had a huge, uh, you know, blowout, and yep. then film crew comes, and this is when I'm divorced, and this thing else, all things go bad, and then everything kind of, like, comes back, clicks together, and it's, it's crazy, but that, and the, there was, like, a point, we were filming one time where she just got so sad and depressed that um, we had to go to a special place to, you know, have her checked out, and um, at the time she was breastfeeding, Gary was six months, and I didn't want her to stay anywhere you know where she can be you know with her child mm-hmm. uh so we did like an outpatient thing and it went really well things went really 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 well um and then like i said it got only until it got to a point where her family we had falling out um because i did have her place in a place overnight for i think it was like two or three nights um and the reason why i did that and i had the police come put her there um was she first a fan of the show um who talks for a while and became a friend and told me, hey, I'm a little concerned. Karini t- asked me a question. I was like, I'm a little worried about it. What's the question? She said, she asked me if people commit suicide if they go to heaven. That's a little strange. Mm. And then that night that that happened, she had told me, hey, I want I want to breastfeed some milk. I want you to take Kiri. I don't want all the cameras off. I want some really strong sleep medicine to sleep. I want you to leave for the night and just come check on me and make sure I'm okay in the morning. Mm. I've had two family members commit suicide, yeah. and, to my knowledge. Yeah. And I didn't want to risk um, anything. No happened way. To her. Yeah. No, anything happened to her from when her life, anything else. I told her, Crane, if anything happened to you, not only, you know, is Pierre going to be without a mother, I'm going to be in jail because the first person they're going to accuse of murder, they're going to accuse me of murder. Yeah, probably. no 90 day fans say fans are yeah. going to have your back. You're right in prison. Yeah, yeah. They're going to accuse me of some crazy stuff. <laughs> I was like, so her, her safety and her well being and her health and her life is very, very important to me. For yeah, a lot you did of like, a good you point. did like yeah. a 5150 hold kind of thing, like a psych hold. Okay. Yeah. Well, for a few I'm days. glad she's feeling yeah. better. It's oh, good yeah, for yeah. her to be around. We family. root for her. Really we like her. Let me yeah. see if yeah. I can get her. I think she might be a little better upstairs. Oh, you don't have to you bother her. You don't have her. to bo- yeah. bother her. If okay. she comes, it's no problem. Yeah. We don't want to. We know what it's like. Yeah. She's over it. She's eight months pregnant. We don't want her to. Poor thing. So, um, Say hello. Okay. Okay. Just a break. <laughs> I told you. Listen. Yeah. Listen to the women. Yeah. You're right. Um, <laughs> For the no, next people... thirty days. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Um. So. So, like, you guys have obviously been through 
a bunch of drama and stuff. What do you say to like the people, the TLC, you know, people who watch the show who think that you're the problem? Like, how do you respond I mean, when people come? There's, there's not one person on either side. I mean, I'm quirky. I got problems too. I mean, there's things I might do in my nose. That's why I try to step back and look. And I have other people tell me, you know, they're involved. Like, hey, you know, that's why I care too. Because people, friends, and family here, they're blowing me too. You know, and they'll be honest with me. So if I do something that I know what I need to do to change, to try to make things better. Um, then also, like I said here, if, if I need to step back for a little bit, because maybe I'm part of the problem, then she's got family and friends here too that are, are trusted. Like her family or blood, they're going to be here to watch her. If she's pregnant, and, you know, Pierre and everything. That's okay. So, I mean, there might be something I do indirectly that I don't realize. So I'm not saying it's all just her. It's not yeah. saying it's all just me. I think it's a part, because one thing is every week I talk to two different uh, therapists for a long time. And until like she withdrew from therapy and I kept going and figuring things out. And by doing that, you know, they helped me deal with my mental things. What am I doing? What do I need to correct in myself, make myself better? But also what are things stressing her out that maybe I can, you know, help her do deal with her situations, mm-hmm. um, which is like the big reason why we came, I came back here to Brazil where she's got her family. She's got friends. She don't feel alone. Yeah. She can't feel like she's in prison. You know, it's like you can go anywhere you want. you got your yeah. family here. you got all these your family. You're definitely not in prison. You're not in prison. Yeah. You're not locked down. You're not restricted. You do anything you want. I tell my husband you know? I'm in prison too all the time. <laughs> So I'd feel, I don't feel I'd say the same thing. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so, so, so you okay. guys, you're feeling hopeful about the future with you two. That's, that's great. I think that things will get a lot better um, after the birth. I think after the birth, I think oh, yeah. that things yeah. will get better. That's what I'm last time. The last month, yeah. couple months is so hard, yeah. especially oh. when you have another kid already. Yeah. That's rough. Yeah. Yeah. And money, that's worrying good. about money. Yeah, trying to figure that all out. Um, so far, it's, it's you know one day at a time. You know, once get back to the states, you know, I'll be able to take some, you know, do a lot more stuff and figure things out. Right now, I got enough stuff from savings and other things to get us by. I think until then, the only thing I can't swing out right now, of course, is the hospital. But she's like, well, the hospital here, you can wait till seven centimeters, and and really, I'm already gonna pee in any pain anyway, so maybe there's no point. I was like, yeah, but because last time, that's one reason we oh. traveled so fast in the United States is. We were going to travel to the United States a long time ago um, before all that stuff happened. And we actually did a special type of thing with her visa. It was very rare how we did her visa. Very, 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 very rare. Um, the actual process that we did on her, I think it took maybe a matter of weeks to get her stuff approved. Where usually it takes like 18, 24 bad. months. So it blew everybody away. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we got done. We went down to Rio. We got her visa and everything. While we were down there, uh, no one in Sharper TLC believed us. Saw some a picture of it. Uh, then we, of course, flew back here. We waited for a little bit, but she had complications from the, um, you both had kids, so maybe you can understand this, where they do the thing where they can cut, they can cut. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm talking about. Well, after they cut that certain area, they didn't stitch it properly. So things oh. coming up, all inspections, stuff like that. So with the doctor and they, she wanted no help at the time. So we came back here. Uh, oh. I mean, talk to America. Oh, here you are. Look, you're smiling and you're wearing like a little goofy thing. Oh, it's green. You're smiling. Hey. Oh my God, she looks gorgeous. How That's cute. eight months pregnant. Oh my no God, way. she's so cute. Hi, Karini. Oh, you guys are going to die. Wow, you look like a supermodel. Yeah, you look yes, great. You do. You do. You do wow. You look we can't beautiful. quite see her. Your face. hair looks so healthy and your it face does. looks so beautiful. Wow, good for Karini, you. Karini, how are you feeling? You feeling okay? <laughs> 
I'm fine. I'm hungry. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to some fish? I got some fish in there. Some fish. Oh, your hair is blue. Fun. Yeah. Oh. Oh, I love it. It love. looks really good on her. That works. I have to continue off with you guys. Oh, thank you. Okay. Oh no, oh, you're so fine. cute. You're Oh, look uh, at her. Oh, she's a right, look, Karini, we hope, hope that baby just flies right out and you don't have to worry about nothing. Hopefully not. Maybe you'll yeah. catch the baby, Paul. Yeah. Maybe. Oh, that actually happened. Seems like that's, uh, yeah, I, I'm not surprised. Too. Yeah. Seems like you've um, delivered a baby before. No, what happened was um, the other way when we were filming, you we were in the producer and the doctor, the doctor, the first thing she said was strange was she said, took a picture of the baby crowning. So I took, I took my cell phone out. I'm videotaping my wife crowning to oh show her God. things. Yeah, it was weird. So I show it to her, and then to Doctor Gloves, I'll be back here. And you know, the other doctor made a little bit. Well, then Creedy starts pushing him. She's already crowning, so like the baby's coming. So I uh, said, so tell the producer, hey, you know, go ahead, and uh, he's Brazilian. Go ahead and find uh, a doctor. We need somebody in here to help deliver this baby. Well, he goes out and he comes back. I can have a problem. There's no doctors in the hospital. And her cue, the doctor will be in here in probably about three or four hours, something like that. I'm like, no, no, no. So I'm on the phone. He's like, please don't cuss out the doctor. He's like, no, I'm Googling how to deliver a baby. He's like, you can't deliver this baby. I was like, you can deliver a baby? No, somebody got to deliver this baby. So I didn't want to angry with the doctor. I'm not going to lie. The doctor came around, came back, uh, huh. gave birth to Pierre, and, uh, you know, we, we went from there on that whole thing. But Odd. Yeah. Okay. Now, one thing that is in the works right now, um, also, so my family's going to come here and visit um, in March, but when we go back in April, her goal is to take her family back with her, and they'll have 90-day tourist visas, so hopefully they can stay there for about two or three months. Oh, that's good. So her family will come live with us in the United States uh, with the baby and everything, so that way she can't feel like I'm alone in the house, like that's your good. family's going to live in the house yeah. with you, um, so at all times. Do you Would think you... there's a chance you'd be on the show for that? Yeah, are you... I, 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 and right now we're still under contracts. They step okay. back. Oh, you still are. Okay. Got, we still things got very stressful with her and everything else in production. So they felt it was best to you know for her mental health to step back and just kind of like you know let things be, let things happen, mm -hmm. um, and not worry about. It. And that's one thing with TLC and Sharp is anytime over the last you know since 2017 we started filming. Um, anytime we had drama or problems, that like, got too bad. They a lot of times would step back. They wouldn't like get in there and make it worse or, you know, try to film out it. They would just, okay, let's just step back and let things get better. Um, and they, they knew when things got tense, they had people talk to us for mental health freeze and things like that too. If we got too stressed out. Um, so they were good. If we got mad, they just, they stopped filming. We stopped production. Yeah. Um, anything got filmed that was too crazy. They cut it from the show, um, which I'm curious if, and when they do our 90 day journey, there's a lot of scenes of us. They show internationally. They don't show in the United States. Oh, really? So very yeah. Yeah. Oh, there's quite a few all four seasons um there's a lot of scenes that they'll be in like mexico or brazil uh they never show extended cut bonus scenes anything like that there's a lot of footage from us and this last season when things got crazy uh they really minimized a lot on there so there's a lot of scenes um they got cut or withheld i'm very curious to see if they put those on there or not so we got a lot of questions about why you took her to the poop factory um, when it was pouring and, rain. Yes, there's there actually a very good uh, backstory to this. Um, people are wondering why we did that because originally we were going to do a, a the water company drinking water, uh, but then we actually went to the ocean plant. So um, 
No, what happened was with the Warp Stream, which is dark now, I can't show it to you, um, but there's like a natural creek here, like a natural stream. And in uh -huh. that natural stream, um, people kept running their plumbing and like their, their, their sewage and septic lines to the water. So it used to be full of, you know, fish and animals and life. It's now full of poop. And it's when it floods, like you smell the sewage coming to the street. It's really disgusting. But if they had a sewage treatment plant here, uh, they wouldn't have that problem. The water come out clean and sanitized, which is why we have in the United States. Or here, they just they don't they don't do that. They just run all the lines. It's like this little creek thing. So all the poop goes in the creek. So then the wildlife and everything goes away. It's very sad, very depressing on the whole situation. Um, but that was the whole backstory that why we went there because, like I said, there was places like that here where they didn't have that. Mm -hmm. And when it rains here in the rainy season and it was a street, you'll have like turds floating in the street. It's just really nasty. Oh. Um, so they finally have, um, I'm not cover my mic here at all. They finally, uh, her family finally moved upstairs here where they don't have to worry about, you know, their, their house flooding with poop water or anything like that. Thank God. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it got. Yeah, but that's why I said poop water in the first season when I was in the water. Someone actually flushed the outhouse, and I saw turds coming out, like about six, between six and ten feet where we were filming at. I saw the pipe, I saw the poop coming out. So, obviously, I was uncomfortable because I didn't like anyone's poop being so close to me in the water. And, of course, they had her splash me in the face, and I did the famous line of the poop, poop, poop water thing. Oh, okay. Was also, did you job. feel like you were supposed to get that job, and you were kind of set up to look like an idiot? I mean, I was trying anything at that point in time. Anything would work, anything like that. I was trying anything I possibly could. Yeah. I felt bad. I felt he should have hired you. I thought yeah, that I you were definitely going know. to get it. Yeah. I a lot of people tell me you know, the things I've tried a lot. And, of course, having my, you know, felony record. And that's one thing, uh, even for my Carini, I was offered some very good jobs. Um, I got hired on my HR and I was very good. They were okay with my record. But then what happened was uh, their insurance companies wouldn't let them hire me because they said it was an insurance liability. So... Because the whole oh, I see. Here, okay. They have insurance liability because what if Paul goes crazy and he comes back and burns down the company or something nuts? I don't know. Yeah. So, yeah. So I right. had a lot of offers that were very, very, very lucrative um, that I had got offered. I see. And I lost them uh, because things like that. So, I mean, eventually okay. one day maybe I'll try to apply for a government partner or something like that, see if that'll help. Um, but in the meantime, do whatever I can, you know, on the internet, you know, anything I can do for my family, yeah. anything I can do for uh, to make things be, which right now we're okay. Um, I just wish, I wish so bad I could get her in a good private hospital and pain medicine. Just yeah, we gotta get dad to foot that bill somehow. Try to, but as long as you get the payments and things like that, you know, um, yeah. you know, like that. And we have some other things working on too, um, you know, that might work, you know, yeah. uh, work on some yeah. stuff that might be some like uh, special content where. Um, she wants to be a cosmologist. She's like, okay, I'll let you, I'll let you wax me, I'll let you do this different thing. I'll, I'll, I'll go in there. I'll, let you do I'll be your dummy. Oh, yeah, that's sweet. Stuff out there. Uh, I, in the future. Do you feel like from 2017 to now, the show has become more staged? Has production gotten more involved? When you started, was it just? No. I got what would you I say got... to fans saying that it is becoming more staged? No. Um, I think it's coming less. Um, oh, okay. A lot less. And there was things that some people didn't even catch. I know about that happened. Not with us. But um, they Can you give us one juicy less. one? <laughs> I'm not going to ruin anything because the, the people on there everything else. But there's some things on there that, you know, I'm not, I'm not getting too much into it. But it's actually a lot less. It's a lot less. Now with us, um, anything they try to steer, we draw with us. We'll make things out of control. So they try to steer things down. Mm -hmm. So the us is kind of like, they would catch the drama as it happened. 
I mean, occasionally something would happen um, that we might have to go through that happened, but it was like real life things that happened. Uh, but typically they catch drama, you know, real deal with us. Um, but that's one thing that them has changed a lot. They don't want to catch like a lot of the negativity. They don't want to like blow up the little things a lot more. Um, a lot of producers we dealt the producers we dealt with, they really didn't want the stage stuff or anything like that. They wanted mm-hmm. natural flow. Now, something like a different producer might be something different. But I think a lot of people is now, I think they're trying to get away from the negative stuff. They're trying to get away from, you know, um, all the too crazy stuff, the stuff that gets too Jerry Springer-ish. Um, yeah. I'm trying to get back to like a good happy medium. I think they're trying to uh, make it more reality and fresh mm-hmm. and they're doing a really good job doing that. Mm-hmm. But no, in the past, I think there was some stuff out there um, that so they're trying to keep it more real, you'd say. Yeah, I think fans caught on different things here and there. And with us, you know, they caught real deal. You know, they hang with us, things get drawn, it's dramatic. And I'm just, I'm crazy and weird anyway. So they never knew what Paul was going to do. We were joking around the film crew, you got to get your Paul bonus because you're dealing Ooh, with me. Like, sounded yeah, better there. Because you're nuts. I'm like, yeah, I mean, I'm working and I do go off and do the most random things. I go running off. I was a scene where I went running off down here by the cartel building. I didn't sell that footage. Uh, but uh, they actually me down while I was running around this little cartel building and all that footage got cut. You have an iconic run. Paul. You do have a very distinct run. I never run. knew that. I always wondered why in high school, in school stuff, they had me run track. Always came in last. Who taught you? That's nice. Who taught you how to run? Like, how do you yeah, learn I never, how to I run? I never realized the whole thing of the run. When I was in boot camp, they never, they never said anything about a run. My drill sergeant huh. never said anything about You were in the nothing. military? I think they'd give you some tips. Nothing. They gave me no, nothing about running at all. Fascinating. I did my little two miles. What's your fastest mile? That's a good question. <laughs> okay. Now, the reunion. Do you hate the reunions? Is it a nightmare or something that you don't look forward to? Is, is it no, stressful? I mean, I like the, um, the, uh, the reunion screen wasn't on. The one, she was actually in New York with us, um, but they felt it was in her best mental health interests uh, for her to just kind of take a break from it. Because that oh, time, it was very strong postpartum things like that, and it was very difficult for her. So they were very respectful. And they had, a, while I was filming, they had somebody with her. Uh, they she did like a tour of New York and things like that. So she, they made sure she was fully taken care of while I was filming. Um, but she, tell all get dramatic. That's nice. And it's a lot of mental health. You never know what somebody's going to say, try to just spare some stuff up. Yeah. And she was in no condition uh, to go through that. So that's why, you know, one that says they stepped back. And it was just in her best interest. And it was the it was the right thing. TLC and Shep were very nice about it. Uh, they didn't pressure or anything like that. It's like, look, you know, worry about your mental health. Worry about your child. Don't worry about the television show. Don't yeah. worry about Oh, it. wow. That's great. That's great. Yeah, um, so they were really, really great about that. And then on the S, S Tell All, we weren't on it. Um, things got crazy. We were actually getting prepped up for the Tell All. And then right before we started filming, they, literally the poop water hit the fan and everything went everywhere. Uh, so rather than get, you know, film crew down like that, like, look, we think it's best for you guys to deal with your personal matters on your own and privately. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we did, and things worked out. We got back here in Brazil. Uh, things didn't escalate. The people that she was with backed off and we're here with their family who have been wonderfully helpful. And like I said, it's been very good for her because my biggest thing is making sure her mental health's good. Yeah. And oh, of course, yeah. also making sure things are going well with our, our financial reasons. But the main thing is to making sure, you know, my wife and mother, my children is doing okay mentally. Yeah. And here yeah. she's doing all right. She's going to salon. Yeah. She's seeing her family. Um, yeah. She's got her, her son with her too all the time. I'm going to be here to help out. 
Yeah, she won't feel better until she gets um, that baby out. That's a nightmare. Yeah, it's the worst. Uh, who is your favorite ninety-day person? And if you can say, is there somebody you've met who you really disliked from the cast? Gosh, um, anybody I disliked before, we've kind of worked things out. Some okay. I don't like. We have a lot of people to talk to. Uh, I've talked to Angela a lot. I've talked to Marissa. I've talked to Jesse. I've talked to quite a few cast members. Okay. Um, God, quite a few. If you were Jasmine, something like that, you know, um, I talked to oh, two. Jesse. I, Jess, Jesse, yeah, it was funny because like with them, I had actually talked about, I had this idea months ago that we all go on, not the way it's used now, but I was like, we should all go on OnlyFans and do like a thing where they do like an inside, like not like the stuff that's on there, like but a like a thing reunion. Where you, yeah, see like stuff inside of our lives, personal lives, like personal sneak inside, peek inside, you know, 90 fiance cast members' lives. Um, type thing, which me, I'm working on content for doing something like that myself for ours uh, to launch, but I want to make sure I have some good content, some good behind the scenes stuff that people, mm-hmm. you know, will want to see. Mm-hmm. Uh, but some people took that and they went another direction, but I mean, they're getting like 40,000 a month. So I wish I was getting wow. referrals from that. Yeah. <laughs> Is that I'm Larissa? 40? Might be Larissa. 40K a month. That's great. Gosh, yeah. I can't imagine I wish the I taxes. There's no like expenses that. on that. I mean, oh, yeah. only so many but, uh, whips you can expense yeah that's a lot of that's a lot of money i mean you make to make a lot more money from the third party i mean there's another cast member karina could make some money you know you have her ironing clothes pregnant i I bet you men would pay for that oh yeah there's a cast member um who has made five hundred thousand dollars on cameo wow and they've only been they've only been on uh one thing um but yeah i found out somebody and uh, he does the referral stuff for him and he made five hundred thousand dollars you can't say who or who is it did, did he, you know he won't, he won't say if you oh. look at the people of 90 fiance on cameo you can Darcy's probably figure big out money. You oh, think it's Darcy? Larissa? no uh, it's, a, oh. it's a person who cameo advertises the most okay all right we one 90 fiance person who cameo advertises you can kind of oh, figure is out it annie and what's his face <laughs> okay well, all right. right. Well, let our listeners guess. No, but yeah, five hundred thousand. Wow. Do you feel like you should get paid more from TLC while you're filming? I think when we that you should both get paid. I can't. We did. We both get paid. Oh, you we both, both do. Paid. Oh, we were told. Yeah. That, so how it works well, maybe is that's love after is Originally, um, when a normal ninety day, one person gets paid because person can't get paid because the visa situation. Uh, but how we were always paying because Karina had a green card. Um, whatever our original thing is, everything we're paid equally. Whatever I'm paid, she's paid. So every time I'm paid, she's paid. Exact same amount. Everything's equal and fair. Everything that I, when I get paid, it goes into my bank account. When she gets paid, it goes in her separate bank account. So that's the first thing we did in America is I set up with her own bank account in her name, so that her payments would go directly into her bank account. Okay. Uh, so we both get paid on that. Um, no, in the very beginning, um, I wish we got paid more. But I mean, it was the main thing was I had safety and people with me and it was a new show, things like that. Now, I'm sure now they probably pay people a lot better, you know, and I'm sure things are a lot better now. We were kind of the um, the guinea pigs in a lot of ways mm-hmm. um, and learning things, what works, what doesn't work. And I mean, they did. They paid us. And I think they paid us fine. I think they're I'm, oh, I'm not okay. mad about the money like that. I mean, the first season, it was very little. I'll say yeah. that. Uh, but they were there and they helped out and they looked at, you know, they looked out for us. I mean, it was, I, mean, I was on the Amazon river, you know, I had my own personal protection crew with me. Yeah. I mean, that's paid for itself right there. Yeah. Right. To me, right. it was worth the money. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I could have 
went up there and all kinds of things going to happen. Didn't have that uh, in prison. No. <laughs> I, I liked having that. So security in that. Awesome. Season two, more, we, you know, it got better. And I think they good did. For they, you, Paul. Good, they helped us out. Um, so I'm not going to complain about payments. I'm not going to complain about things like that. You know, they, they looked out for us best they could. We didn't always see eye to eye. But they, they made sure they looked out for safety and well-being of everybody. And that was the most important thing. It wasn't about drama and ratings. It was about safety and well-being. That was one yeah. thing they were real big on us. That's why we're, we're currently uh, – we didn't film a lot of stuff recently in Pullback because they were they were more worried about safety and well-being than about ratings. Yeah. And that's one thing that's very important. They always make sure we had access to health professionals. Anything we need, they make sure we had access to. So they're always worried about – mental health and building of a rating. So that's like I said, that's why they stepped back and that's why we weren't, you know, on, you know, other things like the strikes back or things like that or on the yep. tell all yep. or, or jumping out like on this next season, everything else, you know, it's kind of like step back, breathe, have a good year to kind of relax, mm-hmm. you know, worry about ourselves, our marriage and the children, our mental health and being oh. and in the future, then they can happen. Yeah. I just have one quick question. Have you had a famous person reach out to you? That's a big fan that we would yeah. be surprised. Um, I've had a few people reach out. I'm trying to think in particular. Um, be real big. I know a, a big fan of Karini. Uh, she's never reached out to us, but a, Karina, a fan of Karini was Lady Gaga. Oh, um, I actually talked to one. I feel really bad about this. I feel so, so, so bad. I feel so bad. Uh, so Dave and Annie called me one night, and they had a, a person that wanted to know about us to talk to us and everything else. And they had a person on the phone. And at the time, I was kind of stressed out and everything else, and I didn't recognize who they were. <laughs> and I, I felt bad, and I treated them like a normal, normal person. Dave was like, didn't you realize who that was? I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. She said her name was Paula Abdul. And he's like, yeah, yeah. Paula Abdul. And I'm like, who called you and had Paula Abdul on the line? David Paula. called me. Dave and, and Annie. I was like, oh, oh God. Dave and Annie. I oh, felt I didn't so understand. bad. I felt, it, was, it was almost everything was going on. And then well, I looked at They know like, Paula God. Abdul? I listen to her music all oh, my. They all know the her though, of, huh? How do they know Paula Abdul? Oh, David A knows all kinds of people. Wow, she was Good so nice, she was so sweet. Yeah, she was the nicest person. That's funny. And uh, I bet. talked a little bit what was She's going cool. on, and she was so kind. And uh, I just wish my mom's a huge fan of her, huge fan. And wish, uh, wish I, you I, know. I, yeah, I wish I know. I could have said something. Oh, could have given her a yeah, shout out. Um, but. But yeah, she was so sweet, so nice, and everything was going on. And I recognized, and it didn't click. And I'm like, oh my god, I listen to her music. My mom's a big fan of the voice, and you know, it's complicated. You know, I, I've sometimes celebrities, you know, you, you don't recognize them right off the bat. Yeah, to feel like he looks like that's not so, a oh, recognizable yeah, voice. You wouldn't, I wouldn't know. Yeah, I, I shouldn't have recognized from the yeah. voice from seeing everything else. I should have been like, oh my god, it's Paula Abdul. I listen to music all my you know childhood. Yeah, yeah. and um. But no, 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 that was that was a really crazy one. So it has been celebrities and celebrities and things that's like cool. that. That one was probably one of the bigger ones. And yeah, that's good. gosh, such 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 a really nice, sweet woman. That's awesome. And uh, I wish I felt so bad. I love you, Paula. Yeah, she cool. was great. And yeah. I just I felt so bad for not being like, oh my God, you know, like, oh my God, hey, Paula, what are you doing? Well, she's listening yeah, to this and Paula, we love you, baby. Yeah, yes, we go. she's great. Uh, she's a, she's a fan of the show. Um, God, so many celebrities, you know, so Rogan's a fan of the show. Uh, uh, Lady Gaga's a fan of the show. Ellen's a fan of the show. Always feels a fan of the show. We love Seth Rogan. We're, we oh, yeah, have a kinship. Seth. Had one in, um, love to have you on, Seth. Christy Ting is a fan of the show. Oh, we were doing a mix for TLC and a one celebrity reached out I'm trying to remember what her name is oh my god 
Um, it's a real famous comedian. She's done movie stuff together. I can't, I, I can't think of what her name is Amy right Schumer, now. Amy Schumer, maybe. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. So she had Did talked you reach to somebody. Out to no, she reached out to a person. It was, it was uh, like a media person that was at the mixer. Oh, okay. And she reached out to them, and then she'd ask uh, the cast members. She would ask cast members at the mixer things for her indirectly through her but oh, okay you know, we're directly, you know. that's okay. awesome good for you yeah. well was, paul so you're having you. a positive time that's good yeah, right you're yeah, yeah. you can time. ask me any of the questions you'll have like i said hopefully you know oh you yeah no i think i think we got what we wanted anything you want to clear up about your portrayal on the show before we let you go anything you want to say i mean i'm not i got mental problems i'm not gonna lie <laughs> i got issues. i'm quirky you know i gotta occasionally i would snap and flip out you know i mean I'm not Same saying here. I'm innocent by any means. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to say, hey, you treat me bad. And reality is like, first thing is, I've told everybody else on the show, you know, um, they can't take anything and show us if we don't give it to them on the camera. That's I mean, true. They, they can't like, it's not CG. It's not CGI right. or anything like that. You know, so um, if you don't do it, you know, it's, it's you just don't, if you don't want to see it, you don't be an idiot, then just don't film. Yeah. Do you weigh your luggage before you leave home now? Yeah, I always do. Always in my luggage now. Always in my luggage. That's something I really, really, really do. Uh, I weigh all my stuff. Bring on my crazy Heartbreak gear. Heartbreaking. See you at the airport and not know oh what to take. Oh my god, I flipped out, and then I had to come back on that one. Yeah, because the first time I had five, and then this last time we came. Oh my god! Oh. This last trip, we brought one, two, three, four, six. We end up we end up squeezing in ten bags. Wow! Wow! You guys got a lot of stuff. Person, cranny count right at all. And a lot of them were like 50, 50 plus pound bags. Like almost like a couple, like two or like like almost seventy. And I had to put all my stuff in like one bag because uh, I came to Brazil, left my stuff here, and Karina come back. Well, she wanted to have some parties stuff like that, so she brought, of course, all her stuff, all of her, you know, a lot of Pierre's stuff. Uh, she didn't bring me baby toys, so I rebought all the baby toys I was here. She brought her stuff, her makeup, her cosmetics. She brought tons of party stuff. God, we I mean literally the airport was a nightmare uh going through there i think it was it was crazy we had 10 bags um so i had to you know pay for help get here getting up the stairs and stuff jesus which is crazy of course she got up 10 here. bags she of party had... favors sounds fun oh yeah we did we have a family gathering area uh next door because has got you've got an indoor pool over there now oh cool wow a... oh my god well i'll show you if you can glimpse it you're making a nice little life it started out as a joke but it started out as a joke. Oh, I thought you meant like there's a real. Oh, okay. Wow, that's oh, cool. Whoa, cool. All right. Yeah, I got a pool in there. You feel good about that sanitary condition? I feel like you wouldn't go into just make sure water. though. Pierre doesn't well, get the, the hell in there. Then I have a filter on it. Oh, okay. All right. All right. The okay. Water is actually more sanitary than the drinking water. Okay. I you know what you're doing. There's like great stuff coming out of it here, so we have to use bottled water and stuff. Well, Paul, thank you so much for joining us. <laughs> we check book next for yeah, everybody right. to death. I have a million questions for you. I'll let you go. We, Paul, have a, we appreciate you. Yeah, so um, and you can ask me more questions. That's fine. Like I said, Cranny, I'll probably be in a better mood. Yeah, yeah. That we can work. always do a part oh, two. Don't, no problem. Yeah. yeah. Well, thanks, Paul. We'll uh, we'll let thank you know you, when Paul. we post we wish it. You the it best. should be posted tomorrow. So um, we'll share sure. that with you when it's up. And Karini and everybody buy a cameo so poor Karini can get pain meds oh, at two freaking centimeters. All right, it's up to everyone. <laughs> yeah, go go do it. <laughs> Thanks, Paul. We'll talk to you yeah, hopefully again. Soon. Give Karini our best. Bye. Oh, she sent me on the cameo. She's been fun. Oh, good, 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 good. All right. All right. Thanks, Paul. Bye. Thanks. Have a good one. Bye. You too.